Welcome to this episode of Planting Seeds. I'm Keith Jones, the preaching minister of Calera Church of Christ, and I've prepared a short message from Scripture that's intended to be the planting of a seed that, if cultivated, will in time produce fruit in the lives of the listeners. Now, let's get started. Shine upon you and be gracious and give you peace. In this episode, we'll continue our study of the Sermon on the Mount. We'll be looking at Matthew chapter 6, starting in verse 22. If you have a Bible with you, follow along while I read. The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness. Now, no one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to the span of his life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, yet I tell you even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Over the last several episodes, as we've looked at the Sermon on the Mount, We've seen Jesus describe the type of people that God favors. And Jesus called those favored people to be salt and light in the world. These favored people were called to be more righteous than the Pharisees, who were the religious leaders of the day. And the righteousness of these favored people developed in intimacy with God. We looked at that in the last episode as we talked about giving to the needy, praying, and fasting. These were things that helped us develop our intimacy with God. So as he gets to verse 22, it it seems that there's a transition here. Up to this point, Jesus has told people to look at the way they go about serving God and to pay attention to their motivations and their actions, and that there is a difference between those who do it to honor God and those who do it to honor themselves among people. But it seems here he's saying it's not only important to look at what you do, but there is a way that you should look at the world around you. And so he begins this section talking about the eye being the lamp of the body. He has been talking about 
being able to be a part of the kingdom of heaven. And it seems that Jesus is saying here that kingdom people not only see themselves as set apart from the world, they actually view the world differently than other people do. Jesus says, our eyes let in the things that shape us. What we see, what we take in through our eyes affects how we make decisions, the direction and path that we take. And that ends up shaping who we become, how we see the world. To become the person God wants us to be, these kingdom people, Jesus says, we need healthy eyes. And his first lesson in what healthy eyes see has to do with our expectations in this life and whether or not we're anxious about the things of this world. Jesus says, with God as our Father, there is no need to be anxious. Now, I know just that statement probably made some of you more anxious because some of us deal with anxiety in very real ways, and it may have even gotten to a point where it's an anxiety disorder. The things I'll say in this episode are not meant to diminish people who have that diagnosis. People who need medication and professional help to deal with their anxiety are doing exactly what they should do. But those medications and those professionals are designed to help people see things differently so that they're not anxious about them. As Christians, if we trust God, we have no reason to be anxious. And it may take help for us to get back to a mindset where we're not anxious, but there are some general things that we should all keep in mind. One thing that Jesus says here is that if we see food and drink, clothing, or even our own bodies as more than they actually are, we'll become anxious. When we see these as things that we need to control and that we may not have the ability to control that, or we may not have the money to make it happen, We'll get anxious about that. Jesus lets his listeners know that if those are the things they're concerned about, they're concerned about the wrong thing. There's no need to imagine reasons to worry. You don't have to worry about those things. God provides for those who are taking advantage of the opportunities that they have in front of them. If you act on God-given opportunities in godly ways, God makes sure that you're provided those necessities of life. So there's no need to worry about that and try to figure out how you're going to get them. Just do the work that God has given you and let him provide them for you. The contrast that Jesus is setting up here is really, do we see the things of the world or do we see the kingdom of God? As Jesus talks about anxiety here, he's talking about a matter of faith. Do we trust God enough to come through and give us the things that we need, or do we feel like we have to do it ourselves? That's when we start feeling anxious, when we think it's up to us to make it happen. Anxiety is an emotion like other emotions that can be controlled. No, we can control our emotions and not let them control us. And one of the ways that we can control anxiety is by looking ahead. Intense emotions and unhealthy desires can blind us to the future and convince us that all that matters is right now. That causes us to make some decisions that will have lasting effects 
and lasting consequences that may run contrary to what we actually want when we're caught up in the moment. And that is the most important thing. And we're trying to fix that right now. We may strike someone that leads to an assault charge. We may do harm to ourselves by overreacting and, and causing an accident. There are all kinds of problems that we can cause, decisions that we can make in the moment when we can't see a bigger picture. Seeing the bigger picture helps to keep us from being anxious. That's what Jesus is telling us here. Why are you anxious about your life? There, there's something bigger going on with God than just the fact that you're hungry right now. Uh, don't sell out everything to, to eat a meal right now. Trust God to provide what you need. Know that you're a part of His righteousness. Another thing that can help us with anxiety in general is getting to know ourselves better. Uh, noticing when we're anxious, identifying why that is. And when we can do that, this will help us not to rationalize our circumstances and our bad choices in the moment, but to think rationally about what needs to happen. This happens when we know ourselves better. And Jesus kind of alludes to that when he says, don't you know that you're more important than birds and grass? God takes care of those things. He'll take care of you as well. Another thing that helps with anxiety very often, if we're wanting to change our mood, is to actually physically do something different. Uh, remove ourselves from the situation that's making us anxious and, and focus on something else. So what does Jesus say? Don't worry about food and clothing, about shelter, uh, about even your own life. Worry about the things that God wants you to do. Be busy doing the things that he's called you to. We can also benefit from observing how others deal with their emotions. When we see ourselves in circumstances that make us anxious and, and other people are handling it very differently, we, we may be able to learn from them. Jesus contrasted his listeners to the Gentiles, those people who didn't follow God, and, and told them to look how they behave and realize that they're a different kind of people. If they're acting like those folks, there's something wrong. They need to refocus on God. Also, when dealing with anxiety, we can often just be smarter, use our heads better in the moment. We need emotions and desires to motivate us. But we don't need to let them control us. We have to be smart enough to determine the right response to our circumstance. And so Jesus says, do the things that God has asked you to. Don't be anxious about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. And we have to tell ourselves the things that are good and right and true so that we can overcome the lies that are in our head that are causing us to be anxious. Jesus started this discussion by talking about the eyes being the lamp of the body. What you see is what matters. Then he talks about anxiety. It seems that he's asking us, do you see what I see? Jesus said, I see a God who takes care of his creation, who redeemed you for his purposes. And if you're faithful to those purposes, you have nothing to worry about. Is that the way we see our lives? If it's not, the problem is not that God has let us down. It's that our 
eyesight is clouded. We need to let God adjust our sight so that we can see the world and the circumstances of the world the same way he does and then know that we have no need to be anxious at all. Thank you for listening. You can find more of these messages on our website, calirachurchofchrist.org, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Twitter.